Now you may be asking yourself, Nick, where have you been for the last few weeks? And there's a simple answer to that. The viewing of Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl was enough to make me want to gouge my eyeballs out and not talk about sports for three weeks. Because be, let's be honest, who wants to talk about sports for three weeks when Tom Brady wins a gosh darn seventh Super Bowl? Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. And contrary to popular belief, no, I'm not dead. Let's talk today about the NBA. We're going to talk hockey because that's happening. And really all the other sports are doing nothing right now. So stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. And welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the program, first off, welcome, hello, howdy, hi. Uh, this is the show. Uh, we talk all about the sports news and information from the previous week and give you a good insight on what's going to happen over the next week, month, year, etc. For those of you that are new to the program, did I say that already? I don't even know anymore. I'm just like talking from my mouth hole. And those of you at home are really just listening to the words coming from my mouth hole and just reverberating into your ears. So why don't we just, let's talk about us. How are you? How was your day? That sounds fascinating. I'm not actually listening. Anywho, I had a fun weekend doing nothing because it's COVID and I still can't do human things. So... Here we are. All right. You ready? You ready to talk about sports? Can we talk about sports now? We had enough about us, enough about you, me, sharing our intimate feelings with each other. Let's talk for a moment here because <clears throat> there's there's been a lot going on in the world. We're going to go back to uh, Friday's games here in the NBA. The Magic got the best of the Warriors this weekend, 124 to 120. Nuggets got a win over the Cavaliers, 120 to 103. Celtics beat the Hawks, 121 to 109. 76ers beating the Bulls, 112 to 105. Suns got a win over the Pelicans, 132 to 114, killing those Pellies. And the Grizzlies, they got a win over the Pistons, 109 to 95. Bucks beat the Thunder, 98 to 85. Raptors got a win over the Timberwolves, 86, 86 points they were held to. The Toronto Raptors were held to just 13 in the third quarter. Now the Raptors are on their way. They had a rough, slow start to the season. Now they're actually winning games, 15 and 15. They're at 500. They're looking much better now. Clippers also got a win over the Jazz on Friday, 116 to 112. Now yesterday, Hornets Warriors. Now this game ended quite interestingly uh, with uh, Terry Rozier possibly double dribble. No, think again. Uh, while it looked like, actually, I, th I think I have that highlight somewhere. Here it is. While it looked like he was double dribbling, it actually bounces off of his knee, and then he loses contact with the ball. And so, according to the officials, it no longer it, it counts. It's not a double dribble because he didn't have possession for that short period. Anyway, so that's the the last moment uh, of the game there, and they 
end up winning a Hornets, that is, <laughs> over the Warriors 102 to 100. Uh, Heat beating the Lakers 96 to 94. Jimmy Butler had an amazing day, but so did Kendrick Noon, 25 years old. The kid's crushing it with 27 points. Lakers, meanwhile, LeBron James was held to under 20. That's a good day if you can hold LeBron that low. And really nobody else on the team uh, was in the 20-point range except for Kyle Kuzma. Now, Suns, they got a win over the Grizzlies, 128-97. Bulls beating the Kings, 122-114. Wizards over the Trailblazers, 118-111. And now we go to today's games. Pelicans beat the Celtics. That's right. The Pelicans win over the Celtics, 120-115. Celtics are hurting without Marcus Smart out there. Even though Tatum had 32 points, Brown had 25 points, but... Ingram and Zion, these two had over 60 points combined. That's, uh, yeah, that's exactly what you need in your two superstars. Raptors are beating the 76ers. It's close. They're in the second quarter. Uh, Cavaliers and Thunder. Thunder are ahead in that game. The Knicks are currently beating the Timberwolves. All right, Knicks! They're having a good season. I can't believe it. They could make the playoffs. They could crash and burn. I don't care. This is a fun wave that I'm riding right now. Don't you mess up my next wave. And the Pistons are currently losing the Magic 38-29. Nuggies beating the Hawks 12-9. These games are early. You never know what's going to happen. Nets Clippers, that's going to be the late one tonight. So I don't have a score for you there. Bucks Kings, that's another late one tonight. So uh, let's take a peeky-poo at those standings. Yeah, I'm going to rub my mouth out with soap for saying peeky-poo because that sounded bad as it was coming out of my mouth okay in the east the 76ers are on top 20 to 10 nets 19 and 12 bucks 17 and 3 that's right the bucks have dropped to third place and the nets keep pushing their way up six and four uh pacers are 15 and 14 celtics 15 15 raptors 15 all hornets 14 15 and the knicks at 14 and 16 knicks are five and five in their last 10 the bulls are 13 and 16 and they got the heat at 13 17 hawks at 12 and 17 magic 12 and 18 wizards at 10 and 17 the cavaliers at 10 and 20 and the pistons lowly lowly pistons is 8 and 21 cavaliers by the way are 1 and 9 in their last 10 not great time the Jazz, meanwhile, are on top in the West. They're nine and one in their last ten. Clippers are twenty-two and nine. Lakers are also twenty-two and nine. So, L.A. versus the Jazz, I guess. Uh, who the top team is? The Suns are Suns are eight and two in their last ten games, and they're nineteen and ten right now. Trailblazers are finally picking up the pace. Yeah, they started their season slow as well, but they're eighteen and eleven now. Spurs are sixteen eleven. Same thing. They started off really slow this season. Nuggets, not what we've seen from them in recent years, 16 and 13, but uh, it's still early in the season. And the Warriors, 16 and 15, they're holding firm on that eighth spot. Below that, it gets a little mucky. You have the Grizzlies at 13, 13, Mavericks 13, 15, Pelicans 13, 17, Kings at 12 and 17, Rockets, mm, Rockets 11, 17, Thunder 11, 18, and the Timberwolves are 7 and 23. Good old Timberwolves. Oh, guys, when are you going to get it together? All-Star Game. Yay, they announced the starters the other day. Who do we got? Luka Doncic. We got Steph Curry, LeBron, Jokic, and we got Kawhi. That's all on the, I guess, is that the West? 
Meanwhile, for the East, you got Kyrie, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Not really surprised by any of these picks. Bradley Beal, I have to say, I feel bad that he's on the Wizards because Bradby, Bradley Beal is killing it right now. Him and Westbrook, that team, they should be, they should be like in the in the top five for the East, and they're not. They're not. It's not jiving. I don't know. Westbrook doesn't seem to have the same spark he normally does. Uh, it's just not a good look at the moment. By the way, does anybody hear about this? This is a good story. So NBA fans are investing in. NBA highlights. So uh, there's an online marketplace that sells licensed digital moments of NBA action, and fans can pay top dollar for some of these things. It's it's hilarious. So let's say uh, instead of buying a baseball card, right, or, or a basket, do they make cards for basketball players? I'm sure they do. Um, let's say you want to buy uh, LeBron James's first block, right? They, they're they selling some of these for like thousands of dollars, like $10,000 to own the digital rights to that one play. And honestly, I think this is hilarious. We're, I want to go to this website. We're going to go to this website in a second here. But uh, here we go. Yeah, look, for example, a rare 13-second clip of Zion Williamson's first career block shot recently sold, I can't believe this, for $100,000? The best part here is that you don't own the rights. That's that's intellectual property of the NBA. You do not own that. You just own the right to use it digitally? Like, what? I get it. You know, if you're a, let's say you're a website promoting some type of NBA, I don't know, apparel or, well, apparel is licensed through the NBA. I don't know, maybe you're maybe it's knockoff NBA apparel. I don't know. Sure, I could get it for advertising purposes. But something like this this doesn't make much sense. Why would I want this? Alright, wait, can we find the website here? Um NBA Top Shot. Let's go. NBA Top Shot. Oh my god, there's the website. This is amazing. Own the best moments from NBA history. $31 million in sales. Jiminy Jammers. All right, let's see. Let's um, let, let's find let's find the Knicks here. There we go. All right, let's go to the Knicks. No City Riff, who's like the Big Apple. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, oh, my God. The, like $340 for a dunk from Dennis Smith Jr., but if I want this Alec Burks assist, that's fifteen dollars. <laughs> what is this? Five hundred dollars for a Julius Randall dunk? All right, what happens if I click on it? Here's here's the actual clip. So I would own this. Whoa! I would own that for fifteen dollars. You gotta be kidding me! All right, well wait. Let's see what the five hundred dollar one looks like. Can we see? Here we go. Julius Randall dunk. Oh, 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 oh! Th this is ridiculous. Why would I pay $500 with this? Folks, I'm using a screen share app on my phone right now. I can literally just record this and then post it on Twitter or whatever. I just, why are we collecting these things? What's like the most, 
Can I see like what the most expensive? Oh, there's packs. <gasps> I can. Oh, they're all sold out. They sell out of digital packs. What is this? I just love that people are spending money on this. All right, all right, all right. We can move on because clearly, clearly, I got to move on from this. Uh, is that it for NBA? That is it for NBA. So let's move on to my favorite, the NHL. And yeah, they played a game on Lake Tahoe this weekend. The one problem I have with the Lake Tahoe games is the San Jose Sharks are right there and you're not using them. I get it. You want the top teams playing in this amazing thing because you're more likely to get viewers. And to be honest with you, that's complete cannoli. I think if you had if you had San Jose and the Kings, let's say, two California teams duke it out on Lake Tahoe, you're going to get just as many viewers. Because to be honest with you, yeah, it's cool to see, but I'm not going to sit down and watch the Flyers and the Bruins. I want to, I want I don't know. I feel like if I was more emotionally invested, you, you know, even in the state, I think in the state of California alone, I think there are millions more people who would watch that. But hey, that's just me. Uh, anyway, Hurricanes and Blackhawks, 5-3 to the Hurricanes. Panthers get a win over the Red Wings, 7-2. Oilers beating the Flames, 2-1. The Jets beat the Canucks, 2-0. Uh, yesterday's games, you had the Sabres get a win over the Devils, 3-2. Rangers beating the Capitals. Oh, yeah. Oh! Did I just knock over Whitey Ford? Oh, hold on one second. Hold on. Oh, Whitey. Oh, I'm sorry, Whitey. That happened. You know that happened during my uh, rehearsal? I just, boop! Elbowed him right over, and uh, I was like, all right, just remember not to do that during the show. And that's what I did. Okay. Uh, where were we? Rangers. Hold on, let me fist bump over here. Anytime the Capitals lose, I'm happy. Rangers get a win 4-1 over the Capitals. Uh, Avalanche, they get a win over the Golden Knights 3-2. Red Wings beating the Panthers 2-1. Hurricanes blank the Lightning. Wow. For nothing, way to go, Hurricanes. Maple Leafs get a win over the Canadiens, 5-3. Sharks beat the Blues, 5-4. Penguins beating the Islanders, last second goal, six, six minutes left in the game. By the way, Sidney Crosby, 1,000 games played. Good for him. Good for Sid. Kings get a win over the Coyotes, 4-2. Predators beat the Blue Jackets, 4-2. Wild beat the Ducks, 5-1. And... Oilers killed the Flames 7-1 yesterday. Today's games have the Capitals beat the, the Devils 4-3. Senators and Canadians, it's 1-1. And then you have the 7-30 game. Oh, uh, it's past 7-30, so that game should have started. Let's see if we get an updated score. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, no, it's... A, okay, so now it's 8 o'clock. This is the other problem I have with the Lake Tahoe game. Um, you're playing two East Coast teams. Okay, it's a 7.30 game, but now it's like 8 o'clock and you still haven't started yet. Like, what are we waiting for? Jets and Canucks, that game's tonight at 10 p.m. Uh, let's take a look at those standings. So if you're in the Central, oh man, this division has just exploded imploded the last few weeks never in my right mind would i imagine the hurricanes being 12 3 and 1 25 points they are 7 2 and 1 in their last 10 the panthers at 24 points then you have the blackhawks at 22 and the lightning the perennial contenders last year's champion at 
21 and on the verge of not being in the playoffs. Yeah, there's plenty of games left. No worries. Also, it should be noted here, the Lightning have only played 15 games. That's not a lot, whereas the Blackhawks, who are one point ahead of them, have played 19. So really, yes, the Lightning are, are lower on this list. They've played one less game than the Hurricanes and the Panthers, but they're 10-4, and four, which is still really good. Um, but way to go for the Panthers and Hurricanes, only losing three games apiece in reg regulation. Uh, the Blue Jackets, by the way, are knocking on knocking on Heaven's door. They're they have twenty points. Stars with fourteen, Preds with fourteen, and the Red Wings at thirteen. Moving into the East, Bruins remain on top of this one with twenty two points, followed by the Capitals at twenty one, Flyers at nineteen, Penguins nineteen, Islanders nineteen, and then you got the Rangers at fifteen, Devils fourteen, and the Sabers at twelve. Going out to the West, the Blues are on top at 22 points. Them and the, light, uh, the Golden Knights have been going back and forth. You have the Avalanche at 19, Kings at 17, Coyotes 17, Wild at 16, Sharks at 16, and you got the Ducks at 15. This is the division where I'm seeing a logjam. And really, the last few years, um, the last few years in, in the West... It's sort of been that way, uh, you know, not including the Canadian teams, but, but the, you know, the, the older divisions, the Central Division, the West Division, it, it just always seems to be a bit of a logjam. So I'm not totally shocked by this, and I'm definitely not shocked by the Canadian Division here, the North Division. The Maple Leafs have 30 points. Surprise, surprise, they are by far the best team out of all of these Oilers at 24, Jets at 21, Canadians at 20, Flames at 17, Canucks at 17. Yeef, and the center's at 9. So, uh, way to go. All right, let's look at the stats. I love looking at NHL stats. Connor McDavid, of course, is uh, remaining. He, he's a monster right now. 37, uh, 37 points. Austin Matthews with goals. Gotta love that stash. He had two more just the other day. And then Connor McDavid again holding off in assists. Goals against, uh, I don't, this is probably a mistake that they have uh, Alexi Mel Melnichuk in first because he, I don't, I don't know why that's happening. Uh, Peter Mrazek with <clears throat> 0.99. There's Alexi's 100% save percentage and Varlamov three shutouts. Defenseman, do we want to look at defenseman? There we go. There's a quick, uh, there's a quick howdy do for you. Quinn H Quinn Hughes for the uh, for the Canucks. Looking pretty darn good. And rookies, look at all these little baby rookies. Oh my goodness. 11 points, that's the best rookie this year? Krill Kaprizov for the Wild. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. You usually see a little bit more from these guys, but that's okay. Uh, there is talk going around. Jack Eichel is not happy with the Sabres. Am I surprised? No. The Sabres have been terrible for his entire existence there. There's talks that uh, the Rangers may make a trade for him. Now, uh, Mika's... I'm sorry, I'm going to screw this up. Zibanejad, uh Mika Zabanajad, who has been a problem for the Rangers, um, I, he was good He was good for a couple of years, but uh, the last, last year, so he, this year in particular, I think he only has like four points. So there's talk about maybe moving him and probably something else in order to make it enticing. Um, to bring Jack Eichel to New York. Now, the Rangers do this every couple of years. They go out, they trade for a big star. It never works out. It never works out. Look at, um, 
Look at Marion Gabrick. Look at Rick Nash. They go out, they get these super players. They are terrible at developing their own homegrown talent. I'm sorry for my Rangers fans out there. Prove me wrong. Email me, Nick Drago. What's my What's my email? <laughs> That's my name. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Let me pop my headphone back in because in my excitement, I just ripped it out. I'm a mess today. Uh, This was fun. USA Today put out a list of top 10 places that the NHL should try to do outdoor games at. And this is actually a pretty good list. Uh, My favorite, though, Lake Louise in Alberta, Canada. First off, holy cannoli, it is going to be freezing, but beautiful. They need to do this. I don't care how, what the logistics are. It needs to happen. Uh, the Great Lakes, that could be kind of cool, although I really don't know if you can control how frozen the Great Lakes get. That just seems really dangerous. Uh, the Grand Canyon would definitely be interesting. I would love to see. I mean, temperatures do get low there. It snows at the Grand Canyon quite frequently, or f- more frequently than you would think for us Northerners. Um, but that... There, I think there's a lot of logistics that would go into that one. Same for Pebble Beach. It would definitely be cool to see. Now, in Central Park in New York City, I like that idea. Got to find the right place, though, that, that's flat to have, you know, to set up this stadium. Plus, you have all the people who are going to be there around it. it. That could be tough, but I would love to see it. Same with the National Mall. That would be amazing they could play i don't know what the dimensions are in the um in the reflecting pool but that would be so cool if they did that i i feel like the dimensions aren't quite right but but let's let's look into that actually let's say what are the dimensions of the reflecting pool So it is, here we go, 618 meters, come on, 676 yards by 56 yards wide, NHL uh, dimensions. So it's got to be 85 feet wide. What's yards to feet? I don't know, but it gives us meters. Okay, then, we'll go with meters. So, obviously, lengthwise is fine, but uh, it would have to be 25.9 meters, and the reflecting pool, 51 meters. So, yeah, that would actually work that would be so cool has anybody thought of this nhl game on the reflecting pool here we go well there's some really cool pictures of somebody playing hockey but uh, could they do an actual NHL game there? I, I think the dimensions would be fine. That could actually be a really neat idea. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, I got way off track there. But Yosemite National Park, that would also be a cool spot. Doing it on an aircraft carrier. Again, I'd love to see how you figure that out. They did it for college basketball. It's really cool when they do it. But 
no, setting up a rink there and keeping it cold enough. Bristol Motor Speedway. Yeah, actually, that would be kind of cool. That's in uh, Michigan, right? Uh, no, where is that? Do do do. Bristol's down south. Uh, sorry, I saw Michigan here and, and got sucked in. Uh, and Alaska. I don't know fan base wise. I'm sure there's tons of hockey fans in Alaska. I don't know where their allegiance lies. Canucks would probably be the closest team, but then you're supporting a Canadian team, so they just pick whatever. Um, I don't know. All right, let's move on to basketball a little bit. Carson Wentz uh, has been traded this week to the Colts. I'm not surprised. This is actually a really good move for the Colts. Um, first off, they won 11 games this year with Phillip Rivers, so they needed a veteran quarterback if they wanted to repeat that same success. Now, I really don't see Carson Wentz being as good as Phillip Rivers. I'm just going to say that. Uh, but the Colts have a better team all around. The Eagles have a lot of good players. The Eagles fans here love their players, but they're aging. The ones that, that are still here from the Super Bowl really aren't quite up to snuff anymore. And the players they've brought in since have been... A little weathered. I'm looking at you, Deshaun Jackson, who, by the way, they released today, right? That was a terrible idea. It worked for one game, though, and that game was amazing. But, uh, yeah. I don't remember what I initially said on this, but uh, I'm I'm sure I'm eating my words right now. I think after their their initial game, it was like, oh, my God, this is going to work. This is going to be amazing. And then he just got injured the next week, and it's been just a roller coaster from there. All right, moving on from Carson Wentz. I'm just dropping my phone here. The Panthers are clearing up cat space. Are they making room for Deshaun Watson? Very possible. The Panthers are a team that could really use a guy like Watson. Now, there's a lot of teams out there. The Dolphins and Jets are supposedly his top two. A couple problems there. One, if the Jets make that trade, they're losing a lot, and it would be really hard to build around him. The Dolphins have a better team. But do they want how many assets or pieces do they want to give up to get him? And just still, I, I just it'd be really hard to make a trade for him and get something for it in advance. I don't know what the Panthers are willing to get up, give up. But I I think he's the type of player from what we've seen so far that could be worth it. I don't know. Baseball pitchers and catchers have reported, but the big story this week was Fernando Tatis. First off, he got a 14-year. $340 million contract at 22 years old. Here's the thing. These 14-year deals, these mega, mega contracts, I say this all the time, typically don't work because these guys are signing it when they're in their prime, 28, 29, 30, let's say. Great. Uh, now you have a guy who's 22. Yes, he's had an amazing, amazing start to his MLB career. But can he keep it up for 14 years? We've seen a lot of guys fizzle out before they hit their prime. I don't know. What's interesting, though, so when Tatis was uh, back in his home country, I believe he is from the Dominican Republic. Yes. Um, he actually signed a deal with a company called Big League Advance. Now, what this company does is they actually advance players' money before they go to the pros to just help them get by because minor league players I mean minor league players some of them get still like $100,000 a year sure but uh, not as many perks as like these big league guys and so this company for every 1% 
that um, let me think for every fifty thousand dollars they advance to you you give them one percent of your MLB earnings so with this contract he's going to owe them millions now he's happy with the deal because it got him through some terrible times he actually promotes this company and this is all public by the way because he um, there's a lawsuit against it's called BLA big league advanced there's a lawsuit against them in 2018 and he actually defended the company in court so his his contract is public record um, or it's it's out, at least out there for the public um, he's He's a great player. He's gonna make a lot of money. I actually like how this deal, how this deal is is worked out. I think he only gets like a million, two million dollars this year, and like slowly progresses upward. Fourteen years, someone's gonna pay him a lot of money, and if he fizzles out and they have to release him, they're gonna lose a lot of money to do that. Maybe he'll get a Bobby Bonilla deal. How amazing would that be? That guy's still getting paid. I know, I know. I, I shouldn't keep talking about it. We already passed Bonilla Day. Uh, by the way, Brett Gardner, wait, is that what I'm talking about? What is this one? Oh, this is my list of free agents. Yeah, all our free agents seem to be signed now. Uh, some big ones, at least. George Springer with the, the Blue Jays, Real Muto with the Phillies, uh, Bauer, he was a big one this week, uh, or I think this was last week, signed with the Dodgers. Everybody thought he was going to go to the Mets, and then last minute, he goes on to the Dodgers. Uh, LeMahieu stayed with New York. Stroman stayed with the Mets. Azunia, Turner, any other big ones out there? Uh, Tanaka leaving America. He's going to go to the Rukatan Eagles. Uh, Marcus Simon, by the way, Seaman, uh, is going to the Blue Jays. Not many surprises there. Jackie Bradley's still on the market. Jock Peterson going to, uh, to the Cubs. Let's see. I know there was another big one here. Oh, Yasiel Puig. He's a little further down. Jake's Odorizzi, too. He's still a free agent. If you're looking for a starter, Yasiel Puig hasn't been uh, picked up anywhere just yet. Let's talk about a guy who fizzled out. We were just talking about this, right? Puig was the toast of the town a couple of years ago, and now look where he is. Ian Desmond's going to opt out for a second MLB season. Jake Arrieta feeling good back with the Cubs. He signed a one-year $6 million deal with them. Uh, Arietta, by the way, he's been with the Phillies for the last few years, not really having a great end towards his career, but he had some great times in Chicago, winning 22 games there in 2015. He won 18 games there in 2016, but uh, his last few years in Philly have been pretty abysmal. He was a leader at some points in the locker room. Here's Brett Gardner. I'm so happy. They gave him, Yankees gave him another contract, another year. I think he'll be more of a bench roll, platoon type player. They are committed, apparently, to Clint Frazier, which I like. I think Clint Frazier really deserves it, and he's been shafted these last few years. So uh, good good luck. And then my last, last thing for today, Tim Tebow. Salute to Tim Tebow. Four years, uh, 226 batting average, and some happy fans. This is from ESPN. But Tim Tebow has retired from professional baseball. And you know what? Got to give it to him. It, it was a long shot for him to make the pros. The fact that he even made it to AAA um, is amazing. And some people, you know, you, you may hear a lot because he sold jerseys. But honestly, if you look at his AA numbers, he was pretty good in AA. Uh, I think that was two years ago he was there. Enough that when they promoted him, yeah, it made sense for them to promote him. Now, 
I really hope that Tim Tebow goes back to announcing or, or you know, find, finds his way back into a uh, broadcasting booth somewhere because I think he's a great football mind. Not so much baseball. Great football mind, and I just I want to hear his voice. I want to see him. I want to like him like I like Tony Romo now. Okay. Friends, that's all the time I had for today. It was funderful. That's fun and wonderful. Uh, if you like what you heard, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Just type in Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She is the content editor, logo designer, and set designer of this podcast. The music here is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. And special thanks, as usual, to our social media warriors, Mary Kay and Gary Albert. Always a pleasure to have them listen in on my show. And, uh, mm, I think that's all I got. I don't know. What are you guys doing? You want to go get a beer? Nah, probably not, because it's Sunday night right now, and I actually have to work tomorrow. Find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just like, click, share, email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. And you know what, friends? Have a wonderful evening. Always a pleasure. Do you want me to do it? Should I do, should I do the caca? All right. Caca!